Hey there, it's Andy. I've got a few things to talk about before we head into today's episode. First of all, you're about to listen to one of our bonus Patreon episodes. So far, we've released almost four hours of bonus episode content just for our patrons, which can be found over at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. You can listen to all of these extra episodes right now for a donation of just $1 per month. This episode is from way back on November 16th, 2016. The topic is our favorite anime or other nerdy weapons. This episode's only about 10 minutes long. Don't worry, because next week we'll be back with a full review of the Trigun movie, Badlands Rumble. And I promise you, it's really good. If you want to check out Badlands Rumble before our review next week, head over to Hulu.com where they have the subtitled version. Or if you subscribe to Funimation, they have both the subtitle and the English dub. Before we get to this bonus episode, I have one last announcement. Do you want a chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card? Well, you're in luck, because the Questionable Endeavor Network, which our show is a proud member of, is holding a contest for the month of August. To enter our contest, you need to head over to questendnetwork.com discord. There you'll find a link to sign up for our Discord channel, which is a free chat program accessible through the web or via a free smartphone app. If you're new to Discord, all you have to do is create an account and join in with the hosts of our podcast and our fans. Once you're there, head over to the hashtag contest channel on the left-hand side, and pinned at the top of the post is a link to a Google form. Click the form and fill out three simple fields for your name, your Discord name, and click the boxes for all your favorite questionable endeavor shows. Once you hit submit, you're eligible for the $25 Amazon gift card drawing. The contest will run through August of this year, and the winner will be randomly drawn from all entrants on September 1st. Also, the podcast with the most votes will be crowned the winner of the 2017 Fan Favorite Award. Well, there's no physical reward, it's more of a bragging rights thing. Have your voice heard, and maybe win a bit of extra spending cash. Good luck! And while you're there on Discord, say hello, strike up a conversation, and maybe make a new friend or two. And now, your regularly scheduled programming. Okay, that's fine. I will try to figure it out. All right. Okay. Do we have does it specifically be anime or can it be American cartoons? Can it be especially anime inspired ones? I would go with Japanese I, video games. I could go with Japan. I'll go as far as Japanese video games. Like does Lion does like Thundercats count? Transformers. I mean, Transformers have like a lot of guns. I will. Like, I will go as far as Power Rangers if you want the the Dragon Dagger. So that right there is uh, our banter here at the beginning. Welcome to our. Episode 2 mini-sode for our patrons. Um, and I just want you to know that that little bit of banter, we were trying to figure out the ground rules for this week's discussion, which is Josh's idea. Which, last week? Well, was last week Josh's idea, too? I feel like jo- uh, yeah. jo- Josh, master of the mini-sode. All right, <sighs> so uh, Josh had a, an idea for us to talk for uh-huh. for this particular mini-sode, and we're going to talk about, Josh, you want to introduce it? What is your favorite weapon or weapon type from an anime or Japanese theme? It- a- anime adjacent. <laughs> anime adjacent works. Yes. Series. So. <gasps> oh my god, I just came up with the best one. 
And this has nothing to do with what's on my screen. But it has. I just came up with the absolute best one just now. There's no better weapon than the Demon Sword Soul Crusher. Uh, Ashram Sword from... Re- Record from, of Lotus. Yeah, Record of Lotus War. I, I kind of figured that's where you were yeah. going with that. I, ju- I just thought of that. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with Lotus War, it was a it was a demon... is a, is a demonically possessed sword or artifact weapon that when it killed... When it, when it struck the killing blow, it would steal your soul from you. That did is it, fucking badass. Did it have to be the killing blow? Or was it just if it struck you? I, if, it, I, if it cut you because it, that, because if you roll to... the natural twenty, it would take your soul and then you would drop dead. Essentially, Fair in D and D terms, because it was a D and D basically campaign. Wasn't it in uh, Chronicles? Um, the Berserker dude, he just cut him with it, and it, oh. and it took the the Berserker spirit from him. It did. That's true, but I think that maybe. Yeah, I think that maybe protected him from death. I thought that was always a coat of paint on a Vorporal, is what I thought it was. Well, essentially. Essentially is what it is. Because, you know, the guy who created Lotus War, you know, it's very widely known that this, the idea of Lotus War came from a D&D game. That's fantastic. So, so yeah, yeah, that, that is probably my weapon. Bill, what's yours? I'm kind of curious. You're, you're the wild card on this one. Oh, I've got more, by the way. Certainly, yeah. I mean, what are we doing? Three, five? I don't know. Yeah, let's do let's do let's do three. I could probably do five if we well, decide well, to. We, but we want to keep this kind of uh, succinct and compact. So I think three is probably a a, a good magic number. Well, I can think. I think a two that are basically a. They're not a set, but they are a set. Okay. Um, which would be uh, the dragon dagger, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because how cool is a dagger that summons Mecha Godzilla and plays songs? Yeah. Um, and a really cool song that. Um, That's always iconic, in my opinion. And the Sword of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Was that the Green that, Rangers? That was, that was when he was yeah, evil. That was the one that Rita gave him when he was evil. And it, when they destroyed it, it saved him. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, and Saba. Yeah. So, so I that, got a that, Saba. Did this blow right through my three? Yep. <laughs> Bill, Bill blew his wide, but that's all right. It's okay. I'll, I'll do my three, then we'll let get let Andrew oh, have his oh, other two. All right, cool. cool. <laughs> no ah. pressure. First off, I guess uh, Google, for, quick for my number one is the uh, the caster gun from Outlaw Star. Oh yeah, I always forget about the caster gun. The caster gun was awesome. Okay, so Bill's giving me this look. So the main character Gene Starwin had a really cool looking gun. The design of it was really nifty, but it had it fired special uh, cartridge shells that were essentially magical effects. So it was it was you know a fire and forget. You know, like magic missile or summon a, a water dragon or the best attack ever. He shot it and it shot a miniature wormhole that ate whoever he shot it at. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Uh, now the other one is more concept. Uh, this actually, no, that'll be my number three. My number two is, um, Rebellion and Ebony and Ivory from, uh, Devil May Cry. Yeah. That sounds like three weapons. <laughs> it's a weapon so you're set. A four, you're loophole. A... Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> no, what the weapon set's a loophole. Yes, yes. So a weapon set set is a loophole. So because uh, Devil May Cry has always been one of my favorite uh, Twitch action games ever, and Dante is a badass, and having that big fucking Zweihander sword mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that represented his dualistic nature as part human, part demon, and then just two large ass fucking insane. Limitless clipped ammo guns. I just blew the shit out of everything. They're 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 awesome. They're just they're just awesome. Noise. I like big swords and big guns. And did you have a third? The Zanpakuto from Bleach. Oh. Now I I know I get. I a think lot. Josh is cheating. Why do you say that? A weapon, a weapon set by the same character. 
and then a whole class of weaponry. And I'm like, three, I said, I said three weapon- bladed weapons will wielded by the same character, but I'm shut down. Ooh. And you, <laughs> all right, fine, fine. And fine. you're on like five million of them now, so I'm not on five million. You keep of- spiraling up. I, 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 th- I think you could have another weapon if you wanted. If Bill. you want but, another weapon, you can. But have go it. and explain this weapon. But, but I love the Zanpakuto. Now it's one of the things from Bleach that I really, really liked about Bleach. Because the whole idea was the Zanpakuto had the three stages, had the main katana look, then had the Shikai form, which was a beefed up version with one special attack, and then the Bankai, which was the ultimate form. And I guess later on, characters started having a fourth form, but I don't care about that. I just like those first three. So each one of these have three weapons in them. You are really abusing the rules. <laughs> hey, it's... <laughs> <laughs> rules are meant to be broken, right? Not, not bent. His rules. I'm not breaking the rules. Oh, fair I'm enough. I'm not breaking the rules. Fair enough. But the whole idea, too, was that these weapons were an extension of your of your spirit and your personality, but they also had their own personalities as well. They had their own spirit beings that were kind of like a guide and mentor and everything else. It was really just... It, it turned into be a lot of filler for the anime itself, but it was really cool concept. Cool. But that, those are my three... Favorite weapon types, groups, whatever. So, right. as, right. an, so as an artifact in uh, Scion, it would be a artifact weapon with Mentor attached to it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Role-playing yeah. game. In case you don't know. Role-playing game. Role-playing game, yeah. Uh, so another one that I would add to my list, which I'm surprised Josh didn't put on his list because it's probably the coolest conceptual weapon, I think, in any anime would be Wolfwood's Cross. Oh, yeah. God. And, you know, and if you, we'll talk more about it when we get there in our review of Trigun, but it had dual sort of offensive modes. It was literally a giant cross that he, yeah, it's more than, actually more than dual, there were several. Um, there were three in particular, but there, I know the one that really stood out to me the most was where, because it's, basically it's about a six foot tall mm-hmm. metal cross that he mm-hmm. would lug over his back, and he could turn it around and hold it from the short, uh, kind of the, the, the cross hair end, uh, and then it turned into a big fucking gun. And it also opened up to have smaller guns inside. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the third. The rocket, rocket launcher. launcher. Oh, the rocket launcher. The, That's right. The leg piece opened into a machine gun. Yes. The ammo for the machine gun was in one of the arms. It was in mm-hmm. one of the arms. The, the other, other arm was full of uh, low-caliber handguns. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah, if he held it with the leg down his back... And the, and the head. The head, and the the, head the, that's right. The, the top head, piece top of the head. rocket launcher. Yep. Yep. Yeah, which that was completely badass. A great weapon. And my third, I'd have to say, uh, just because it works every single time, Tuxedo Mask's Rose. Uh, because <laughs> ah! no matter what's going on, I don't care how much the bad guy is beating the shit out of Sailor Moon, a rose comes flying down with that little bit of guitar music, and that monster is completely sidetracked. What's that? It's an interruptibility. It, it's really great. And it has, it does do, it does do damage every once in a while. Scratch people's hands with the thorns. Um, it, I think it, it cuts is, a rope or something. Yeah, it does. I think at one point it does that. And of course it gets Usagi all wet in the panties. That is... Ah, tuxedo mask! Disgusting, but true. Uh, yeah, yeah, sploosh. Yeah, so I would say those would be my... It's like 13 Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would say those would be my three weapons. Bill, right. do you have anything to add since you we we kind of we can loophole that a little bit? <laughs> yeah, we loophole you. Uh, we the gunblade for sure. Ah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not practical. Nobody ever really no. explains how it will even work because there's no barrel, but it's cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. So here's my question though: Which one, squalls or safers? There, that's not a question. <laughs> squalls. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you like the revolver more than than the uh, than the Beretta. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you get one more of them. You know what? 
one of my favorite, and it's it's anime adjacent. Mm-hmm. How cool was Panthro's nunchucks? <laughs> <laughs> Their cat paws, one's blue, one's red, each end throws fire and ice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. It, was that the original song of Ice and Fire? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Game of Thrones reference yes. up, up top. Come on. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, Panthro was the man anyway. And it's true. He That's had the true. coolest weapon. And whenever he powered up, those spikes up. It was like a bondage harness or something. Yeah, no, he was definitely. I was going to say like a bolero, but I'm like, no, wait, that's not right. But his spikes would enlarge. <laughs> yes. Whenever he oh, got yeah. powerful. Oh, yeah. He was he was full on kink S&M uh, type dude there. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. So those are our favorite anime or anime adjacent, as Bill called it, uh, weapons. Let us know what are your favorite anime weapons, and we'll talk about it in a later episode. That would be a fantastic thing. Uh, how would they be able to get a hold of us? Oh, Andy? fantastic. They can, uh, if you are a patron and you heard this yourself, you can get a hold of us on the Patreon page, and that's patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese. You can email us, tuningjapanese at gmail.com, or get on our social media at tuningjapanese on Twitter and facebook.com slash tuningjapanese. So yeah, either way, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear what weapons we forgot, because there are a mm-hmm. lot of really cool anime weapons out there. And uh, yeah, until next time, we will see you next week, and enjoy, hopefully you have her already heard, you've enjoyed also episode two, our review of Trigun. So uh, we'll see you later. Bye-bye! What up, Megatron? He comes with a gun. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questnnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowbane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Slasher Sanitarium, Pone Stars, New Blood Rising, and our newest show, Words of Geekdom. What's up, bitches? We're Pwn Stars, a video game podcast about developers, one host's obsession with Genji's butt, and other random shit. Also, we give you gaming news that you probably already knew the fuck about. Who likes Genji's butt? Who knows? Just ask us. So join us every week for your dose of random gaming. So random, half the time, we don't even know what the fuck we're going to talk about. Josh, got anything to add? I don't do good with the short stuff, only the long stuff. That's what she said. Giggity. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and always on the Questionable Never Network.